Don't say nothing. Welcome to the Megan and Eric Show podcast. And now, ladies and gentlemen, presenting your local and live morning show. Are you ready to get this party started? Welcome to the Megan and Eric Show. Good morning. And happy Thursday, everybody. We're here for it. It's Friday Eve. It's like my favorite day. Of the week. I love Friday because I get to eat a sandwich. But <laughs> yeah. Thursdays are so exciting. Now, um, I mean, Eric could eat a sandwich any day of the week. Oy, oy, oy. But it's particularly exciting tomorrow at 1130, especially because it's the grand finale of the Porta Sub Sandwich Challenge. The pressure is high for me to get all the ingredients on my taste test. Yes. And I mean, you've nailed four out of the, well, three out of the four that we've three had so far. Three out of the four have been pretty good. Yeah. And so I have a feeling uh, this week they're probably going to up the ante a little bit. I feel you. that. I feel that. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. So you have an opportunity to also participate in your own sandwich challenge if you'd like, as we're celebrating 50 years of Porta Subs. You can get two free medium combos. Go to 1077thebeat.com. I forgot to ask how you are. I'm feeling great. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty pumped. I'm ready to go today. <laughs> All the hits, 1077 The Beat, taking a look at today's news beat. All public use restrictions on the Deschutes National Forest have been lifted. This means that campfires are now allowed outside of designated campgrounds. However, given recent warm temperatures, fire officials remind the public to continue to be cautious with any possible ignition sources that ensure and ensure that all campfires are thoroughly extinguished. Also, Central Oregon law enforcement is looking for the owner of a sheep that was found in a Northeast Bend neighborhood, originally identified as a goat, which was wandering <laughs> the area of Watercrest Way and Primrose Place Wednesday morning. The Deschutes County Sheriff's Office took the animal into custody and later confirmed it is actually a Barbados sheep. Huh. Yeah, whatever. Okay, great. Sure. Any information should be reported to the non-emergency sheriff's office line. We got to find the home for this sheep. Are you missing a Barbados sheep? <laughs> then we have it. I hope its name is Rihanna. Why didn't they, oh, my gosh. I know, that Why was... didn't they tell us what the name of the sheep was? Or they give it a, a media a, in the meantime name? Does it have a collar? Do sheep have collars? No. They don't. But they could, they could, you know. We can name it, it in the meantime. Right. I don't know why they, don't, they missed those opportunities. We'll name it. Anyway. It's Rihanna. It's, that's great. I love it. <laughs> Rihanna, it is. Looking at weather today, it's going to be a high of 82. So it's going to be sunny all day long, just like it's been. So we're enjoying a little bit more of this warm and uh, 80 degree weather all the way until probably Saturday, even maybe in through till Sunday and Monday. But it might dip below in the uh, upper 70s. Hmm. Overnight low of 44 degrees. It's currently uh, 68. Oh, sorry, that's not right. 45 degrees in Bend, 41 degrees in Redmond, and 41 degrees in Franville. Your weather report is brought to you today by Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A Bend is hiring. Hiring for all positions and shifts starting at $19 an hour for full-time. They offer free college, 401k options, health insurance options, free food, college scholarships, and more. Apply now at Chick-fil-A.com. They can't wait to meet you. Coming up next, we have the Celebrity Dish brought to you by That Guy's Bistro. We're going to talk to you about everyone's favorite topic of conversation recently, <laughs> Pete Davidson. <laughs> yes, we sure are. We have a nice update on some of his body art. Yeah, his tattoos are the topic today, and we'll have more info coming up next. It's the Celebrity Dish brought to you by That Guy's Bistro, serving brunch in Redmond. So on today's Celebrity Dish, we're talking about Pete Davidson's tattoos and more likely uh, we're talking about Pete, David Pete Davidson's lack of tattoo. That's right. Uh, while dating Kim Kardashian, he got my girl's lawyer tattooed on his neck and that's been removed. 
We think anyway. It looks like there's a bandage on his neck. I mean, it had to have been. It had to have been. Uh, what yeah. else do you put a t- bandage over a tattoo for? <laughs> so, and he's not one, um, you know, he's done this before. Yeah. Gotten tattoos for somebody and then got and then them just, removed. He, yeah, he gets them just lasered off. Here's the thing, though. I think most of his tattoos, and I don't really remember because I didn't spend time studying them. Sure. A lot of the tattoos he got removed were like on his neck and face. And there were there were more like, he had the, t- the type of tattoos that are like, you know, a tiny little upside down cross. And then... Like little words and then, the you know, a teardrop ears. that wasn't filled in. Or Ariana Grande's bunny ears, bunny, I think. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So he had like sticker pieces, which aren't like really shaded and very dark and multifaceted, which take a lot longer to laser okay. off. Okay. You know what I mean? These are just like you follow the line of ink itself. Oh. Just laser that puppy. I'm sure it hurts. I've never done it. That's what they say. But I think, you know, if it's a small tattoo, he, he's a celebrity. He has plenty of money and time. Yeah, right. I think. I know. And he just goes and. Probably goes three, four times and gets them zapped off. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that that would be the troubling part is how much it would be, right? You yeah. you can't you can't just willy nilly go get a tattoo. Yeah. It's I more mean, expensive. I couldn't. I couldn't just willy nilly go get a tattoo and then be like, ah, in a couple of years I'll just laser it off. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to have the budget for like really probably even getting the tattoo, let and alone it removing it. And it hurts. It's both more painful and more expensive. So I think for Pete, I mean, all power to you. It's kind of like somebody who's really great at interior design and they have like the ambition to just switch up their living room. <laughs> yeah. Love that for you. Totally. But also you're so stoked. You still have that ambition to like switch it up next month or the people who have decorations. We could go on to so many analogies. Oh, absolutely. In like um, 10 years, Pete Davidson's not going to have a single tattoo and he's just going to wear like polo shirts and oh my gosh. No, I'm sure that's not the direction he's but going. But I kind of love that right? idea. Wouldn't that be a cool idea? Yeah. I think that's the direction he's going. Didn't you see a movie with him in it recently? Yeah, I saw the movie Meet Cute, which does, is really good. Does he have his tattoos? He In that movie, his character is not tattooed. I always wonder about that. Like, that must take a long time to cover up. It must, yeah. And that's, I think, part of the reason why he started getting his tattoos removed is because they were, like, so... Oh, visible. Yeah, I mean, you can cover things. Most a lot of things can be covered with clothes and character. Sure. So if you have, like, neck and face tattoos, those take a long time to constantly cover. Wow. And, like, be on top of it. For and his sure. complexion, like, the tattoos show up so... Pro- yeah. Pro- you know, he's so pale. Right. So that's a lot of makeup. To, like, match his complexion and cover the tattoo is kind of a difficult task but you actually like the movie yeah it was good he's very good in it he's he's a little bit like obnoxious just in general like <laughs> his personality is but he's likable uh-huh. that's even in just life i think sure he's a very likable guy and he's a pretty good actor and this movie was it was much better than i thought it would be and then there's that one bodies 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 which i haven't seen yet okay. but it's supposed to be really good i've heard great reviews on that there, there's lots of reviews on it which must mean that it's something to see totally well in the meantime uh you could watch that movie while enjoying some delicious free food on us from that guy's bistro we're giving away a gift card right now so give us a call 585-1077 that guy's bistro is a food cart in bend and in redmond they serve brunch on the weekends at general duffy's incredible spot give us a call 585-1077 be caller number seven dial it Coming up next, we're talking about uh, European lawmakers, which they're actually doing something wonderful. Yeah. Uh, they're demanding a universal phone charger fix. They are just so sick and tired of having so many cords to keep track of. I love this idea. And it turns out we are too. I, th- I can't wait for this option <laughs> to come available to us. Same. So we'll talk more about what they're doing to get this universal phone charger on the market. And we're so excited. Bring where, it on. Where can we sign? <laughs> All the hits, 1077 The Beat, Megan and Eric. 
How many chargers of different kinds of chargers do you think you deal with on a regular basis? I mean, sometimes, like, especially when I travel is when it really becomes apparent. Sometimes I'll travel with, like, my computer, my camera, my uh, tablet, and my phone. And I'll have, like, a full case of chargers. Right. You need, like, your own little folder for chargers. different. Yes. It's so annoying. I know. I know this little first world problem that we're diving into, but it's true. And the fact is, is that in Europe, they're really paving the way. We hope for something that we can hop on board with. Yeah. Turns out lawmakers in Europe have made a big decision that will affect Apple in a big way. By 2024, all phones, tablets, and cameras will have to use the USB-C connectors, which happens to be the current standard charger on Android products, which we all know. And that's just it. That seems to be the most common charger for me because I have, um, I have headphones. Yeah. I have. That's a good point. I forgot about headphones too. um, Headphones, my Bluetooth speaker Mm -hmm. and um, uh, other items tend to use that, this USB-C charger. It's the Apple products. And then of course I have got a fancy one for my Garmin watch too, that I wouldn't mind if it was a regular, if it was, it was one of these USB-C chargers. That's a good point, though. I, I, most like, of the other things I have are that, you, and you can interchange the charger, yeah, which is really nice. Nice. Sometimes it takes a little longer than usual if it's like a d- different voltage, but like you can still plug it in and it works. Right. I need that capability. It would be nice. Apple's going to be pissed. I mean, yeah, it says here in the article that Apple did not like the move, of course, because Apple gadgets use their own special lightning connectors on their products, as we know. they do. Uh, So we'll see over the next couple of years just how Apple responds and if they make a total switch to those USB-C cords. They're going to go like cordless chargers, like all Bluetooth or something annoying. You bet. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you totally. And I'm still going to use them. Uh, of course. I know. Because I love my iPhone. I love my iPhone, too. And, you know, Thorne loves his AirPods, mm-hmm. too. And yeah, they're, those are nice. Those are cool. The products are great. They make yeah. a good product. <sighs> ah, I tell you what. <sighs> well, we'll see what Apple ends up doing. I don't know. And Europe is massive. I really hope that they have some serious pull. Yeah. But I think Apple is, like, enough of a, well, we don't care. Yeah, they might have enough just screw you power in the whole situation oh, yeah. to just walk away and do whatever they want. So we'll recap this in 2024. Just bookmark this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Harry Styles, music for a sushi restaurant, all the hits, 1077 The Beat, Megan and Eric, and coming up the sour. We have a giveaway galore. Ooh. Family four pack of tickets to the High Desert Museum. That's right. They've been flying out the door. People have been wanting those. I'm glad to see it. And we're also going to talk about uh, a new survey we found about hangriness and whether or not we're generally hangry as Americans. I would have to say yes. I'm going to fit that bill. Really easily. Yeah. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Megan and Eric, and taking a look in today's news beat. Central Oregon law enforcement is looking for the owner of a sheep that was found in Northeast Bend neighborhood, urgently identified as a goat, which was wandering the area of Watercrest Way and Primrose Place Wednesday morning. The Deschutes County Sheriff's Office took the animal into custody and later confirmed it was actually a Barbados sheep. If any information should be reported to the the non-emergency Sheriff's Office line. In other news, all public restrictions on Deschutes National Forest have been lifted. This means that campfires are now allowed outside of designated campgrounds. However, given recent warm temperatures, fire officials remind the public to continue to be cautious with any possible ignition sources that ensure that all camp and ensure that all campfires are thoroughly extinguished. Taking a look at your forecast today, looks like um, highs in the low 80s, just like you were talking about with camping. I mean, it's kind of you know beautiful weather yeah. um, this weekend in particular. So if you do go camping, you know. 
definitely put out that fire. 80 <laughs> degrees for this weekend. Looks like overnight low is going to be in the mid-40s. Fall will be here eventually. but um, At some point. At some point. But until then, we're just going to enjoy this lovely weather that we have going on. Mm-hmm. Currently in Bend, it is 50 degrees, 47 in Prineville, and 44 in Sisters. Today's weather is brought to you by Sebastian's Seafood and Specialty Market. They're hiring sushi rollers and morning food prep workers. Experience preferred, but Sebastian's offers on-the-job training. Pay starting at $18 an hour. Tips, medical, dental, and vision. Bring in a resume today. Sebastian Seafood in the Grove at Northwest Crossing. Coming up next, we have... Giveaways galore. I'm excited for this one. I love giving away tickets to the High Desert Museum. Oh, stick around. For all the hits, 1077 The Beat, Megan and Eric, it's time to give away tickets to the High Desert Museum thanks to Mid-Oregon Credit Union. It's one of our favorite things to do. We're so excited about it. These tickets have been flying out the door. And we hope, you know, like those little, those kids are just in school. Right. So let's just take them out of school and go play down at the High Desert let's Museum. Let's continue our education at the wonderful High Desert <laughs> Museum. I love this place. I'd imagine that they actually do field trips. I was just kind of kidding, but Absol- I actually... I used to go on field trips to the High Desert Museum all the time. And what's even better, you guys, is Eric used to work there. I used to work there. I used to go there. I still love going there. I'm very excited to take Lavender there. It's going to be really fun. Oh, and the Birds of Prey is such a great exhibit. The best. The little baby otter is just the most adorable little thing. Still no one's told us what the baby otter's name is. Yeah, we're working on it. We also could call the High Desert Museum. I want someone to tell us. I've been asking. We're only asking this one thing. Someone tell us. Please. That would be great. And if we don't have a name, we'll name it Rihanna. Rihanna's enough. <laughs> We're naming every unnamed animal Rihanna until Rihanna puts out new music. A hundred percent. Love that for us. Okay. In the meantime, we love this for you. Um, a family for a pack of tickets to the High Desert Museum. Give us a call right now. 585-1077. 585-1077. All you have to do is be caller number seven. Right, Eric? Do it. All you have to do. <laughs> All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. The phones are ringing off the hook for That Guy's Beat Show. We want to give a huge congratulations to... Sarah! For uh, winning the gift card this morning. If you did not get your chance to win, tomorrow is another opportunity. Coming up next, we're talking about being hangry. And snacking. And snacking. Most importantly, the, the fact that apparently Americans don't snack enough, which I'm excited to talk about because snacking to me kind of has a negative connotation. It does and it shouldn't. And it really shouldn't because... Becoming hangry is like the worst thing that could ever happen to me. (laughs) That has a much more negative connotation. (laughs) Especially for everyone around me. (laughs) All the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Megan and Eric. We are talking about hangriness and whether or not you get that way and also why Americans seem to be hangry so often. Yeah, apparently it's because we're not snacking enough. Or we're not having, you know, enough meals maybe because we're so busy. So we just run right through it. But what is a snack really other than a really small meal? That's a great question, Eric. I go. love that. There you go. Uh, and I also think, unfortunately, snacking can kind of have a negative connotation to it. Yeah. Uh, because snacks, to me, sound like everything I'm not supposed to be eating. Junk food. Quote, unquote. Yeah. Junk yeah. food. But I also think in moderation. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also, this, the term snack isn't synonymous with junk food. It just feels that way. It does. Snacks can be, I mean, healthy. There's tons of healthy snacks. Yeah. Exactly. So, do you feel like you get hangry? I do get very hang well i don't know if i get angry i get like really tired and kind of more depressed than angry uh-huh. but i i known many many people who do get angry yes uh my wife gets a little hangry i heard i've definitely talked about that we share that in common and like i get it <laughs> i i also lose my 
you know, ability to function well, but it's not an anger. Sure. Yeah. It's just like a, I just like lose all hope. No. <laughs> that is part of the feeling. I just happen to take it in an angry turn. Yeah. yeah. Man, can I get hangry? Yeah. Um, and it is, it's an, unfortunately really debilitating. I make horrible decisions. Yes. I can really piss off somebody around me that I don't mean to. I'm mm-hmm. incredibly impatient, which then in turn, I make a wrong decision. It causes I, problems. I mean, I could really regret it later. Um, so I get really, um, nervous when I don't have something I always have to have a snack on me just in case Yeah. because I know that if I reach that level it's like a whole different personality that I am just not it's not me Yeah. I'm chipper usually very pretty but optimistic there. but man do I switch a complete 180 when uh-huh. I'm hungry and it's really kind of terrible if you had tired on top of that good grief good grief I get I mean we have a, a bag of raw trail mix in like every car yeah and every backpack <laughs> we own just in case one of us gets that way it's really helpful uh, that's man. a great idea it's super helpful so it turns out Americans we should be snacking more you know, give yourself that little, I don't know, put, put something in your car like Eric does. It's a good idea. Yeah. Apparently people get hangry up to five times a week, which, you know, that's 75% of Americans who report that. So that's too many times. That's too many times. Keep yourself a snack. And also if it's a healthy snack, great. If it's not a healthy snack, you know, sometimes we slip. <laughs> At least you're not going to like, oh, gosh, who knows? <laughs> you have a road rage incident or something. Yeah. Eric is already practicing his picking up sandwich and eating yeah, my, with an imaginary sandwich. Right my now. motion, you know, my my sandwich eating motion. It's kind of like a punter or kicker practicing their pre-kick rituals. Uh, that's a fantastic analogy. You know, it's really spot on. That's what I thought. It's all because of Eric has the big grand finale of the Porta Subs Taste Challenge tomorrow where he wears a blindfold, eats a sandwich and tells us the ingredients. That's right. We've been doing it the last four weeks. He's absolutely nailed three of the four. Um, and so I'm really excited to see what the grand finale is tomorrow at 1130. I'm very excited, too. The most fun part of it for me is that I get to eat a whole sandwich. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. And lately they've been like surprising us with some chips and cookies. And like that's such a big fun bonus too oh my gosh so fun <laughs> we've learned so much about porta subs no wonder they've been around for 50 years they're really good you could get yourself uh, two free medium combos by going to our website right now 1077thebeat.com follow the forum there and we'll make sure to get that gift card in the mail for you um anyhow i guess that's all i have to say about sandwiches are you stoked for tomorrow i i don't think i've ever felt the se- the sentence that's all i have to say about sandwiches come <laughs> into my mind or out of my mouth i have so much i could say about sandwiches <laughs> All the hits, 1077 The Beat. Good morning, it's Megan and Eric taking a look at today's news beat. After an investigation for more than a day, Ben Fire and Rescue said that a house fire was intentionally set. The home was at 575 Northeast Only Avenue. Nobody was home and there were for sale signs in the front yard. The fire caused an estimated $250,000 in damage. The investigation continues with Bend Police and Oregon State Police. Any information should be reported to Bend Police. Also, Central Oregon law enforcement is looking for the owner of a sheep that was found in a Northeast Bend neighborhood. Originally identified as a goat, which was wandering the area of Watercrest Way and Primrose Place Wednesday morning. The Deschutes County Sheriff's Office took the animal into custody and later confirmed it is actually a Barbados sheep. Any information should be reported to the non-emergency sheriff's office line. And taking a look at weather today, it's going to be a beautiful, sunny, warm day. High of 83 degrees 
and it doesn't look like anything interesting in the forecast other than beautiful sunny weather. Hey, so yeah. get out there and enjoy it. Overnight low of 44 degrees. It's currently 49 degrees in Bend, 45 degrees in Redmond, and 46 degrees in Prineville. The weather report is brought to you today by Sebastian Seafood and Specialty Market. They're hiring sushi rollers and morning food prep workers. Experience is preferred, but Sebastian's offers an on-job training. Pay starting at $18 an hour. Tips, medical, dental, and vision. Bring in a resume today. Sebastian's Seafood in the Grove at Northwest Crossing. Remember, not too long ago, we told you that NASA was planning to slam a spacecraft into an asteroid just to see if we could destroy one in case we needed to. Yeah. And we have an update on that story. Goodness gracious, we sure do. This sounds so sci-fi, but it's so real. I know, right? How cool. (laughs) Ariana Grande, all the hits, 107.7 The Beat, Megan and Eric. This sounds so sci-fi that NASA put, I'm sure, lots of time and money into this. This was a really big operation. Um, So tell us a little about what happened last week. So last week, their plan was to collide a spacecraft, an unmanned spacecraft, with a small-ish asteroid that was flying around, around, you know, uh, just within reach of a of a current unmanned spacecraft. So they were basically determining whether or not they would be able to change the course of or destroy an asteroid if it's within reach of a spacecraft. I mean, which is fantastic. We don't want an asteroid being landed on, you know, crashing into this Earth. Right. And there's so many 90s movies about this eventuality of it destroying the Earth. So I'm glad to... I was scared of this idea as a kid. Because sure. they made a bunch of movies about it in rapid succession. <laughs> yeah. While I was like at a very formative age. So I was like convinced that this was going to happen soon. <laughs> Right. And I guess if NASA's preparing for that eventuality, I suppose it's possible. But they destroyed this asteroid. Guys, we're going to be okay. They rocked it. They really did. Everything was a huge success, it sounds like. Yeah, this was a direct hit. And what was once a tiny asteroid flying around is now 6,000 miles of dust and debris. And apparently... Um, the direction it's going, it's just going to spread out more and more and become space dust over time. Yeah. Love that for us. Me too. No more asteroid. <laughs> if that were heading towards our planet... We'd just be worried about a little dust storm. That's it. That's all. That we wouldn't we even make it into the atmosphere. We're so glad. I'm so glad there's people out there who are so smart. <laughs> no, no need for Armageddon. No need for Bruce Willis to lead a team of drillers to the asteroid. Oh, we should watch that movie. That's such a good movie. Wow. Uh, well, we're really excited for NASA. That was a big win. And it was fun to see even on social media them celebrating. That's it was very cool. cool. Yeah, I thought so, too. Coming up next, Eric's Top Headlines. We have a record-breaking family of siblings and Fat Bear Week. I love both of those so much. That's right. I want to know how many people are in that family to break that record. You'll see. He researches across the globe, near and far, discovering new stories you've never heard of. It's Eric's Top Headlines. Today's Top Headline starts with a story from Spain. We have 12 siblings who together combined equal an age of over 1,058 years. Whoa. So it's not the amount of siblings that makes the record. It's their age combined. So they've grown as a group. There's 12 siblings. To all of them to very tender ages and in general as a group they have they total 1,058 years. Wow. They range from 76 to 97 years old. Oh my gosh. We're talking about the island of Gran Canaria and it's 12 siblings who again all of them have have had exceedingly long lives. So there must be something in the water there in Gran Canaria. They really need to write probably some sort of biography for the whole family and describe their livelihood, their lifestyle, what they've eaten, you know, like... 
Do they prioritize sleep more than I do? Yeah, I want to know all these things. They must. And they also still live fairly close to one another if they're able to pose for a photo, which they did. And they're they're great with their family? I mean, how, what? What, who, who are these magical Stress people? Stress didn't overdo it for them? This like, is wild. Yeah. I don't get it. So we have that one, which is honestly, to me, it's wild and unbelievable. We talk about records on the show all the time, but that one stood out. Yes. But this one's a little more fun. It comes to us from the Katami National Park preserve its annual fat bear week <laughs> which is lovely it has arrived and basically it's the ability for fans to uh, vote on the park's hibernating bruins oh my gosh uh the fat bears can browse uh fat bear fans sorry can browse competitors on alaska's parks uh flicker page and also on fatbearweek.com oh my gosh each day from 9 8 9 p.m uh at sorry at each day from noon to 9 p.m. Uh-huh. EDT. Wow, I'm getting there. They are able to choose in a March Madness style bracket who their favorite fat bear is. Oh my gosh. Which is a lot of fun. Um, our friend Tony just got back from Alaska. She went up there with another girlfriend and they um, are photographers and mm-hmm. they spent a lot of time shooting pictures of bears. Yeah. And these pictures that they're posting, Eric, I mean, you just want to cuddle up next to one. They are so scary but it's so that time cute. of year though where they're big and fat and cuddly oh my gosh they're they, these pictures are fantastic and so i'd imagine if you had the opportunity wouldn't it be fun to be able to vote on your favorite fat bear and you can all you got to do is go to fatbearweek.com it's been around since 2014 and i think it's going strong yesterday was a national teacher appreciation day um so today it makes sense that we're appreciating coaches. Oh. National Coaches Day. <laughs> Do you have any coaches that come to mind that I, maybe made a difference in your life? I've had some absolutely colorful coaches in my <laughs> life. I'll tell you that right now. I've had some wild coaches. Good variety. I mean, yeah. I mean, everything from we had an all out brawl breakout in my second grade Little League game one time because coaches got heated. No way. Uh, my high school guidance counselor, uh, Roger McMillan, who I believe still lives in Bend. Shout out Roger McMillan if he's around. Okay. He's the best. He was my friend basketball coach and he is a universally beloved character at the Bend Basketball oh my gosh, you're kidding. Hall of Fame if there is one and um, I don't I really don't think there is but we love him. But there should be. There should be. Uh, Roger would be in it and then my rugby coach in college was probably my next favorite one. His name was Stu Halsell. He used to play for the English national rugby team and he still played with us every day in practice and he would absolutely wreck people. Wow. Part of his part of his love of coaching was being able to play with us and still beat us at it. It was his ego thing. Oh my god. But he was this great he was more of a of a player coach than anything. He was awesome. That is so cool. Yeah, it Good was for great. him. Yeah. I love it. Well, happy National Coaches Day. Uh, I'm excited to tell you all about, Eric, um, Tread Tabata and what they're doing for the month of October. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I just had a Tread Tabata workout class this morning and I kind of ran out of time for me to like change. So I just changed moments ago, which is probably for the best. Should have happened earlier. Here's the thing. It's more important to get to the class than it is to not. You know Thanks. what I mean? Thanks, Eric. I get I it. Appreciate it. Um, one thing that's really exciting, as it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, um, Tread Tabata is doing a donation class Sunday, October 16th at 9 o'clock. It's a free class. Uh, but they suggest a $20 donation. Very cool. Really neat. Yeah. Great opportunity. Also, as we're anticipating Halloween, Tread Tabata is doing Tread and Treat. <laughs> oh, gosh. I know. It's like the the week of Halloween, and it's like a series of challenges at the end of each class, and those who complete all the challenges get a special treat. Oh, that's right? fun. Hence the whole treat and tread. Tread I and treat. I love it. 
I know. That's great. So thanks, Trent Tabata, for being so cool and being a great place to work out. It's one of those awesome, you know, kind of a hit workout, but it's 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. So their motto is you can do anything for 20 seconds. I love it. Tabata is such a great way to work out. It really is. So check it out. Trent Tabata Invent. Die for You, The weekend, all the hits, 1077 The Beat, Megan and Eric. Coming up next is your daily dose of laughter from comedian Brendan Walsh, who hates working. I can relate. <laughs> I who know. doesn't? Well, wouldn't it be fun to just like go play all day? I'll just play all the time. Uh, yeah. So we'll hear what he has to say. And he has kind of like some tips and tricks if you need an extra break. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> it's your daily dose of laughter on 1077 The Beat. Working sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, I had a lot of crappy jobs in my day. I hated every single one of them. Like the last job I had, I had to wear this badge around my neck all day. Like a laminated badge. Anybody got to do that? Yeah. This is like the backstage pass of the crappiest concert ever invented. <laughs> this gets me into work. <laughs> and I get all bored at my dumb jobs. Like, you ever been at your job, you just get like so bored and sick of doing it? And, uh... You just go into the bathroom to hang out. <laughs> you don't even need to go, right? You just, you just want to change the scenery for a little bit. Reevaluate your life. <laughs> I got fired from my last job for doing that. Hanging out in the bathroom. My supervisor came in and caught me. Well, I also had my pants down. I was looking at my butt crack in the mirror, too. <laughs> Chucking a spread. <laughs> Scared me when he burst in there, too. I was all startled. <laughs> Dropped my sandwich in the toilet. That's how startled I was. It was all. I had a whole scene going on in there, man. That was your daily dose of laughter on 1077 The Beat. And coming up next, it's that time of year where you go out and you buy all these seasonal treats. Like, I, I don't know if you're like me. Everyone talks about pumpkin spice. My wife loves fall. So we always buy pumpkin related stuff, whether it's physical pumpkins to decorate with yeah. uh, or pumpkin Candles, yeah pumpkin or food pumpkin syrup all kinds of pumpkin <laughs> stuff and it, if you don't use it like this month it kind of times out and then it just hangs out in your cabinet so we're calling this next bit old lonely food <laughs> all the hits 1077 the beat megan and eric so you were just talking about well, I love that we've kind of named it Old Lonely Food. Yeah. And you're talking about how um, seasonally these items of food become really popular. So in your house right now, you guys have a lot of pumpkin spice things. It's pumpkin related stuff. Yeah. I mean, sure. it's pumpkin flavored, pumpkin spiced, pumpkin syrup, pumpkin, <laughs> you know, goodies. Yes. And they're fun right now, but we do get tired of them. And then what happens, right, when it's just the two of you and you have all this pumpkin stuff, if you don't eat it within this seasonal, very pumpkin appropriate time, yeah. then do you hold on to it? I mean, do you have pumpkin pancakes on the 4th of July? It ends up sticking around in the cupboard until we throw it out sometime when the weather changes. Yes. Yeah. This hits home for me with um, Irish cream. I have this jug because, <laughs> of course, I got it from Costco. But turns out yes. Irish car bombs doesn't don't take that much cream. <laughs> so I have this huge jug of Irish cream that's been in my I don't even know two years, maybe because it doesn't expire fast. And I keep thinking maybe I'll use that. But literally the only time I've ever had Irish cream is on St. Patrick's Day, like one day. And it's like it's like maybe three, four pours of it. Uh, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Tops. Yeah. Remember, you guys were hosting a um a, a yeah we had a St. Patrick's Day party exactly. So I brought that. I should have left it at your house. <laughs> that would have been our problem. <laughs>
Earlier, we talked about Pete Davidson uh, removing his neck tattoos on our celebrity dish brought to you by That Guy's Bistro. And if you tune in tomorrow, we'll have another dish for you and another chance to win more food from That Guy's Bistro. That's right. Uh, that Guy's Bistro, amazing food cart in Bend and in Redmond. They're now serving brunch at the um, Annex at General Duffy's Ooh. on Saturdays and Sundays. So definitely tune in right around 7.30 tomorrow for the Celebrity Dish. National Coaches Day. That's right. You had some amazing coaches. What's even better is Too that many to name. The, what was the one that you said that should be in like the Hall of Fame of Coaches in Bend? Roger McMillan. He was my freshman year guidance counselor and our basketball coach as well. I, I really hope he's listening. I hope so, too. I'm going to have to reach out to him. We're still in contact. He's a great he guy. Will. Yeah, he's the best. I think that that goes a long way, I'd imagine, right? Oh, when yeah. students come back and, you know, let, let the coach know what they did matter. <laughs> they had an impact, even if it was a hilarious one. So I could do this today because my soccer coach from, you know, the youngest that I ever was playing soccer up until middle school. Wow. Um, was Same coach? Was my mom. What? <laughs> You're kidding me. I mean, summer soccer, That's right? That's amazing. Every summer we would all get together. We had the same team from like kindergarten all the way. And that's what made me play. I mean, that's I, so cute. I split my time between theater and soccer because they were in the same season. Sure. Um, in high school yeah. and my senior year I had all of my friends from when I was like six years old say so we got come on this is our senior year we got to play soccer together That's I'm glad that we did so cute but you know I gotta thank my mom and I mean to be honest looking back I was probably so spoiled I don't know um, That's awesome or maybe it was harder on me I don't know I was gonna say that can be harder on the coach's kid and is your mom like a big soccer buff no, not one bit. What? So no. she, okay, well, she never a played a day of soccer in her life. She had to like learn it all and go to the, these coaches meetings. Now looking back, I'm like, wow. And also worked really hard and cooked dinner for all of us. That's and adorable. Also, like, put herself through soccer school so that she could teach us. What an amazing mom. <laughs> and also like at the same time, when you start really early on, it's just as much about organizing kids as it is about teaching them to play soccer. To be, yes. <laughs> you know 100%. I mean? It's like, hey, everyone stand in these lines <laughs> and do this one simple thing over and over. And that's, that's called a drill. And that's a drill. Yeah, yes. That's practice. Hurting children, soccer, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah I should actually call her today. As yeah, say, absolutely. Because you kind of forget. You forget. You know, it's your mom. She's That's doing all this stuff so for you all the much. time. Yeah. Now I'm realizing now, kind of putting myself in her shoes, that probably was a lot. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> and I was not the most like um, a go with the flow. I mean, I was like kind of the class clown. So I was not oh, really. So you were making it harder. I'm on not her. competitive. I don't really care. <laughs> I just wanted to make people laugh. <laughs> Food news. Get your food news. This is the Edible Beat, brought to you by Port of Subs. On today's Edible Beat, we're talking about everyone's favorite, not everyone, but many, many people's favorite, Taco Bell. <laughs> and they're adding a a carne, a beyond carne asada steak option to their menu. Right. So that means a meatless carne steak. Carne asada steak option. Vegetarians, how we feeling? We stoked about this? I feel like we have to be stoked about it. I'm excited for them too. I'd actually be pretty interested to try this. They have like these uh, vegetarian burger, Beyond Burgers and things. They taste pretty good. They're really good. I'm I, impressed. I think they're great. Yes. So this is exciting. Uh, turns out the chain is going to start testing it out at locations in Ohio next month. And if the response is good, it will be added to menus nationwide. I guess Ohio is a, a popular place for Taco Bell. That has to be it. I mean, right? why would you know, that seems like a random place to just they must have a lot of locations. there. How do we in Oregon become the, the tester? Test yeah, I'm, I know. I tell you, I've thought about that every time we read something fun like this. Uh, it's always like they're trying it in Europe or they're trying it in Texas. Like, why not ever trying something here? We gotta give. We gotta like put out posters or something. We have to let We're people willing know. to try. We'll try whatever. <laughs>
helping us wrap up this Tuesday. It's going to be a beautiful afternoon. Do you guys it have really any is. big plans? Um, well, my lovely wife has plans to, I believe, go to coffee. So I'm going to be on daddy duty. Great. So I'm going to take Lavender on a walk. And um, I'm probably going to work out a little bit beforehand so that I'm you know, I'm all calm and settled. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and other than that, really, it's just going to be kind of a nice, relaxed day. Do you and Lavender watch any shows together? She watches whatever I want to yes, watch I at this imagine. point. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that it's not far away that she'll start paying more attention to the TV. So I'll have to start watching all the little kid shows. <laughs> so you got to get in what you're watching yes, now. She's not quite aware enough. She can't see far enough yet uh, to see yeah. the TV, but she's getting close. So we're going to have to start making that adjustment to our programming. Oh, my gosh. Before too long, you're going to come be coming in singing like Coco Melon. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yep. only a matter of time, Eric. Mm-hmm. I've been warned. Uh, tomorrow, Friday, can you believe it? I can't actually, no. And it's the big grand finale of the Porta Subs Taste Challenge at 1130. Little sad? I know, me too. Maybe just a little bit sad because I really like the feeling of being served a sandwich at work. <laughs> Isn't that nice? It's the best. Porta Subs has been so sweet. They deliver the sandwich for Eric. They give me the ingredients list. I get to know everything ahead of time. It works out great. I love knowing everything. So, and not being surprised. I just Eric get to sit there the and surprise. slobber and wait till try the sandwich out. It's perfect. <laughs> yes. So in the meantime, you can win yourself two free medium combos from Porta Subs. Go to our website, 1077thebeat.com. And Central Oregon, enjoy this fantastic Thursday. See you tomorrow. Awesome. Thanks for listening to the Megan and Eric Show podcast. Catch the show live weekdays from 7 to noon on 1077 The Beat.